the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, January the 25th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today, on January 25th, 1945, World War II, the Battle of the Bulge ended. German forces were beaten back to their original positions. That was a great win for America and the Allies. Today, in 1533, England's King Henry VIII secretly married his second wife, Anne Bolin, who later gave birth to Elizabeth I. Today in 1915, America's first official transcontinental telephone call took place. Alexander Graham Bell, of course. He was in New York. He spoke to his former assistant, Thomas Watson. He was in San Francisco. The line had been set up by American Telephone and Telegraph, AT&T. Today in 1945, Grand Rapids, Michigan became the first community in America to add fluoride to its public water supply. Today in 1959, American Airlines began Boeing 707 jet flights between New York and Los Angeles. Some of them were nonstop. Today in 1981, the uh, the 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days. They had been released on the day that Ronald Reagan became president of the United States, of course. They arrived back home today in 1981. Today in 1993, Sears announced that it would no longer publish its famous 100-year-old catalog. Remember the Sears catalog? Man, as a kid, I used to, I spent much time dreaming, especially coming up on Christmas looking at all those pages of toys in the catalog. Today in 2004, NASA's Opportunity rover it zipped its first pictures on the surface of Mars back to Earth, showed a surface smooth and dark red in some places and strewn with fragmented slabs of light bedrock in others. Exploring Mars. While we're exploring Mars and trying to figure out as they say often, the scientists, how the universe was formed. Such a foolish pursuit because it is well documented how the universe was formed. It takes less faith to believe the biblical account than it does to believe some of the cockamamie stuff that scientists put out there today. I'm not anti-science. If you listen to this program, you you know I'm not. Science is, should be, a handmaiden to the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. Correct science is. But my, we spend our lifetimes and fortunes trying to figure out how the universe came into existence. A moment of faith and an open heart can tell you, in the beginning, God. 
We've forgotten God to a great degree, not only in our pursuit of figuring out the universe, but figuring out life itself. While we explore Mars and beyond, it's hell here on Earth because we have lost our way. The New York Times bestselling author Peter Schweitzer, he says in a quarter century as an investigative journalist, this is the scariest investigation I have ever conducted. He has a new book out today. It hit the market today and it's causing ripples across the country. The book is is titled Red Handed with a subtitle. He documents how wealthy Americans have cut deals with China while the communist country and the Communist Party of China has been building its military, technological, and economic might around the world while we've staggered and stuttered in the darkness. The wealthy Americans list includes Silicon Valley gurus, you know them all, the guys that made billions off high tech, social media, and all of that. But the list includes Wall Street high rollers. You know some of those as well. It includes Ivy League universities. We've talked about that before and we will again. It includes professional athletes. All of them have cut deals, directly or indirectly, with those who run the Chinese Communist Party. And it is all well documented. But more importantly to us little people out here, us ordinary Americans, The list includes the Joe Biden family, and that's what's really creating the ripples across the country today. This book is on shelves today. I'm not selling it. I plan to buy one, but I've read a fair amount of the text, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. The Biden family, according to Swiger, and he has written a number of best-selling books he has never been found to be way off base on his facts. He does his homework. That's why he's a consistently a best-selling author. According to Schweizer and the New York Post and thousands of documents that they have been able to obtain, and of course, Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember that? The news media hurried and scurried to sweep that under the rug But it's still out there, and it had a lot of information on it. According to all those sources and more, the Biden family has scored $31 million at least from deals with individuals who have direct ties to the highest levels of the Chinese Communist Intelligence and Chinese Communist Party. The reporting from Schweizer is well-sourced. This book is no exception. I want to talk to you a little bit about it today. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about another book. It is the book of books. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Verse 2 says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Does any of this sound familiar? Verse 3 says, without natural affection, oh yeah, truce breakers, false accusers, 
incontinent, meaning without restraint, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Verse 4 says traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Verse 5 says having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. The Apostle Paul says from thus, turn away. Verse 7 says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. What a mess. Paul saw that coming. He had seen some of it in his lifetime. We've seen it in every generation because humanity is a broken, broken group of people. That's why Jesus Christ gave his life on a cross and was resurrected from the dead so that he might pay the price for our brokenness and our sin. That's what the gospel message is all about, and that's what Christianity is all about. That is why Christ came to this earth. So it shouldn't be surprising that we are find ourselves repeatedly over history, and never more so perhaps than today, in such a mess. All of these things that Paul said would come to pass are indeed coming to pass. Are these indeed the last days? I believe they are. I believe the Bible points to such a time as this. But we are all of those things in our culture today. In America, of all places, America that was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and values. I'm not assuming that the people who wrote our documents, our Declaration of Independence, our... Our Constitution, who codified our laws and made America what it was and what it became, but not at all what it is today. They all drew from the Bible, and they said so. You cannot miss the truth of the founding of America if you are have any inclination to want to know the truth. And yet we live in a day when that itself is being revised, rewritten, and my goodness, there's people out there today that are telling our country that America America didn't even fight for, our, have a revolution for our independence in 1776. Oh no, it was 1619. That's when America started because America was founded to perpetuate slavery. And there are little children sitting in classrooms today that are being told that as truth. So we live in a time that is unprecedented as far as the, it's just so screwed up. It's so confused. There's no sense of rightness and wrongness. There's only a sense of what I want, what I believe. And my truth is the truth. And we stumble on in the twilight of ignorance in our world today. But there is, there is another part to the gospel. And I want to just share that with you before we talk about what Schweizer is telling the world today, and particularly America, about the man who runs the country, or supposedly supposed to be running it, the President of the United States. In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus knew these things 
He knew there we'd be troubled on every side. He knew we'd be weighted down with the troubles and the difficulties of our world. Whether we lived then or now, he knew. Because he is God. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. John 16:33. Keep that in mind. Let's take a look at this book, well-sourced. If I didn't believe it was on the money, I wouldn't be talking about it today. On Sunday, NBC published their NBC News poll. It found that 72% of Americans say the nation is headed in the wrong direction. Only six times in history have 70% or more Americans believe the nation is headed in the wrong direction in consecutive surveys. This is one of those times. It is unprecedented. The polling also revealed that both President Biden and Vice President Harris' approval ratings are in the 30s. (laughs) Amazing. They have no friends. Clearly, this could be corrected with one well-informed, clear-minded, somewhat honest election if we all show up and do what we're supposed to do, vote from a biblical worldview. However, the damage that's been done by those who have colluded with communist China and the Communist Party for personal gain, that's going to have a lasting impact on our country. The destructive impact of our country, on our country, by the Biden family, by their connections, cannot be overstated. I want to talk to you just a brief overview of this book that's out there. I'm not selling the book. I mean, I have no connection to the book other than just that I'm going to read it because I've already read part of it. I know what it says and I know how deeply it's sourced. And to me, that's very important. We try to do that on this program. And by the way, I know many of you recognize that and you mention it in your notes and comments to me and I read all of them. I want to just take a moment, a very quick moment to tell you that Thank you for your support. We need it. Every month we need it. And sometimes we get a little behind and I mention it and we catch up and thank you. Uh, We couldn't do this without you. And if you're not there, we won't be here. I know you understand this. So thank you so much for your support. Our address, and as I said, we need it. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 988. 009, box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Our website is faithandandfreedom.us. You can contribute online there, and I would encourage you to do so if you have not in this month of January. Multiple financiers with direct ties to the Chinese intelligence have partnered with Hunter Biden, and after his father's time as vice president, even now, as president. Hunter's ties include the former head of the Ministry of State Security and the head of foreign intelligence recruitment. Some of those relationships remain intact. They were created when Joe Biden was vice president. They are still active and intact. Schweitzer says in one part of his book, let me just share a little bit of it with you. He said, Beijing saw a financial relationship with the Bidens as an opening for elite capture. 
which allowed Hunter Biden to secure meetings and score major deals with people in the highest levels of Chinese financial institutions and the Chinese Communist Party. And in return, they would be able to leverage the Biden's power for their interests. One of the central early players in the Biden's Chinese deals is a tycoon by the name of Chi Feng. And the super chairman, as Hunter called him, probably Hunter can't pronounce his name properly. I don't know. I'm not sure I am. But anyway, Hunter calls him the super chairman and some of the other people involved with Hunter do. His partners also refer to this guy, this Chi, as the super chairman. Chi is the son of a PLA soldier. That's the, their army, Liberation Army. He's been described in Western media as a shadowy and discreet investor. His father-in-law was the governor of the People's Bank of China, whose business partner was the vice minister of state security. He's a man by the name of Ma Chuing. I think that's the way, again, I, I, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, but his first name is Ma. Schweizer writes that Ma has reportedly was reportedly the director of the ministry's number eight bureau, which oversees North American operations targeting foreigners with its counterintelligence apparatus to, other words, to mislead and just propagandize Americans. The hazard of the Chinese businessmen with close ties to the top ranks of Beijing's spy agency conducting financial transactions, Schweizer writes, with the son of the U.S. vice president, cannot be overstated. Schweizer says how this did not set off national security or ethics alarm bells in Washington is a wonder in and of itself, end of quote. Well, that's true. This super chairman was meant to fuse Chinese financial might to those with access to the highest levels of power in the Western world. The documented saga of Hunter and the Biden family's interests in China and, and elsewhere Basically, they are selling influence, according to Schweizer and the New York Post, and it's very confirmed on the thousands of email on Hunter's laptop. It's staggering to the average citizen. I don't know about you, but I just think, man, can this really be happening? Even as I share it with you, I'm asking, I mean, is this the America I grew up in? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. One corporation after another is set up to veil the deals from most people who would inquire. It's all set up to funnel money to Hunter and to the Biden family. Oh, Gary, it, 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 it's not, that's not true. Well, it is true. Michael Lin, he's one of Hunter's Chinese partners. I mean, there's hundreds of these guys. I, mean, I can't cover all this in, in this half-hour program today, but I'm just touching on some of it. It's in the book. That's why I said I'm going to read it. I want to know this stuff. I think everyone should know it. And again, I'm not selling the book. I have no interest in that at all, personal or financial, But it's other than just wanting to read it. But Hunter's role was pretty straightforward. This Michael Lynn said, everybody understands. Open, I'm quoting him, in regards to Hunter's role, the son of the former vice president of the United States, now president of the United States. He says, open as many doors as possible in the Western world for the Bohai professional team. That's one of a number of corporations that Hunter and his his people have set up, his, his associates. He said there was 
also the expectation that Hunter would join some of the meetings in Hong Kong and China. But the main thing was that he opened the doors in the Western world for influence on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. The specifics of Hunter's relationship with some of the highest-ranking Communist Party leaders in China are, again, detail well-sourced. I mean, time and place and name. And the conclusion is that, conservatively, at least $30 million has flowed to Hunter and through him, very likely, to the Biden family. And all of that is based on gaining access to power in America's government. Specifically, former Vice President Joe Biden, now President Joe Biden. Schweizer says, quote, There is no one more powerful in the world of Chinese intelligence than some of those with whom Hunter has partnered. If Schweizer is correct, and I personally believe that he is, Biden's greed and dishonest schemes have already hurt America immeasurably. We can change all this with an election and get someone else in office. But can we change the harm that has been done? Probably not. That will need to be corrected over time, if at all. But what has it done to Hunter? I I had to, I had to pause. I got to be honest with you. And again, those of you who know me know I, I spent my life in ministry, my all of my adult life in ministry, and. A good part of that, some years ago, I was a youth pastor. I loved being a youth pastor, and I never saw it as a step to become the, quote, real pastor, the the senior pastor. I, I just felt it was a calling. Both Marjorie and I love kids. We still do. I have moments, it's probably delusional, but I have moments of thinking, I'd, you know, I'd like to be a youth pastor again. Nobody would hire me, I'm sure, but I think about it once in a while. I, I love kids, and I, I see them, and I, I understand them. Even to this day, and a lot has changed, but human nature hasn't changed. And I had a moment like that about Hunter. I, 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 I never met him, but I thought, man, I mean, he's doing, he, he's, he's bummed out on crack cocaine. I mean, he, he, he's had a mess of a life. It's horrible. Affairs with a, with a, I mean, his brother's wife. I mean, it's awful. There's something in me that says, I feel sorry for this guy. What has this done to him? I don't know how much of the mischief he's gotten involved in and all of the stuff that he's done personally. I don't know how much of it can be attributable to this, but some of it has to be. This has been his experience. In fact, the New York Post kind of picked up on this, not maybe from the same perspective that I have in my own personal life and from experience, but the New York Post said Hunter Biden has proven to be the White House's number one moocher, constantly piggybacking off of Joe's political influence on his way to reaping millions. The New York Post says, while Joe Biden, this is current, while Joe Biden careens around the country eating ice cream and behaving like a kind but slightly doughty grandpa, the Post says, quote, it's worth remembering the cynical way he's used his son, Hunter, to generate cash for the family. They say Joe assigned Hunter the role, quote, the role of family breadwinner through the lucrative grace and favor jobs and sweetheart deals facilitated by Joe's network of connections in Delaware and later throughout the world. 
I feel more than a little empathy for Hunter. I feel sorry for him. Do I excuse what he's done? Absolutely not. But I do feel sorry. I feel empathy for him. The Post says, quote, the irresistible temptations of gushing torrents of unaccountable cash would lead Hunter into a brutal addiction to crack cocaine, which he details in his own memoir. Hunter called his own memoir, it's a book, you can read it, Beautiful Things. Resentful of the expectations placed on him, Hunter complained that he was forced to give half his salary to his father. He said, quote, to his daughter, Naomi, in a text that they have, Schweitzer has it, New York Post has it, anyone who wants it can access it. He said in a note to his his daughter, Hunter said, I hope you all could do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. That was on his laptop to his daughter, Naomi. He continued, he said, I'm quoting Hunter, it's really hard, but don't worry, unlike Pop, that's Joe, I won't make you give me half your salary. There are records on the laptop where Hunter paid a number of Joe's household and other expenses from the Rosemont Seneca companies. That's another company that he set up, one of his many companies. The Post says the line between Joe's personal finances and Hunter's is very blurred, purposely probably. In an April 12, 2018 email to his assistant, Katie Dodge, Hunter kind of complained that he's been shut out of one of Wells Fargo bank accounts. He says this, April 12, 2018. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many profile changes and such. Happened 10 days ago, too. My dad has been using most lines on this account, which I've, through the gracious offerings of Eric, have paid for the past 11 years. Eric is apparently Eric Schwerin. He's the president of Rosemont Seneca, one of Hunter's corporations that works with foreign entities, namely China. Remember last year, Tony Bobolinsky, he's a former business partner, and he was president of another one of Hunter's companies, Oneida, it was called. He separated from the Biden family only when they began to mock him and put him down and lie about him publicly. He gave an interview to Tucker Carlson. He said he would have never done it had they not treated him the way they did. In the interview, he said one of Hunter's deals was involved. He was president of the company that handled the deal, one of the many Hunter companies. He said one of the deals that came through his company, Oneida, Hunter held 10% of an equity firm worth hundreds of millions of dollars from Chinese money for the big guy. He said that was Joe Biden. This was very recent. Shuren was later rewarded with a great Obama government appointment to the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage abroad to explain our heritage to other countries, including, of course, China. In an ironic email in response to a question about the careers his children had chosen, Joe Biden, that too was in some of these notes that these guys have gone through, Joe Biden said, and I'm quoting him, he said it jokingly, but he said this, Joe Biden, he said, I should have had one Republican kid who'd grow up to make money. If Joe Biden will use his son in these kinds of schemes and activities, how will he use our country in his personal pursuits? 
pray for our country. But remember, Jesus said, I have overcome the world, and I give you my peace and tribulation. Hey, we'll continue this conversation tomorrow. Thanks for being with me. Thank you for your support. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.